0: Hey guys, before we begin this week's Music is Win podcast, which is kind of a special podcast I'll tell you about in a moment, I want to thank the sponsor of the show, Blocks. They're giving you a triple bundle, which is video, audio, and images. They're massive libraries of each for just $149. That's an annual subscription to all three services, high quality audio, video, and high resolution images. This is an amazing deal. Take it from me, I use this type of stuff all the time in my content, and it's really hard to get royalty-free stuff that is actually good quality. Sometimes clips can cost upwards of 40 or 50 bucks, so imagine getting a library of hundreds of thousands of, as I mentioned, studio-quality sound clips, video clips, and high-resolution images. All you have to do to get yours is go to audioblocks.com slash musiciswin. That's Audioblocks, A-U-D-I-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash musiciswin to save on millions of studio quality sound clips, images, and videos for one low price. So I mentioned this is a bit of a different take on the Music Is Win podcast. Normally it's me and the lovely Bethany, my wife, but this week I'm going to give you a snippet of My guitar clinic that I did here in Asheville, North Carolina at Musician's Workshop. This is the Q&A section of the clinic where people in the crowd would ask me questions and I would do my best to answer them. I haven't done very many clinics like this before, but hopefully you guys like this and I get to do more across the nation, across the world maybe. Who knows? All I know is it was a ton of fun. And I'm really grateful for Musician's Workshop and PRS, the sponsoring company of this event, to have brought me out there. So hopefully some of these questions are questions that you've had in which I will answer. As always, remember, you can subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or you can watch the video format, which of course this clinic was recorded on video. So you can watch that on youtube.com slash musiciswin or like I said, put it on in your commute to work, or on your jog, or walking your dog, however it is you like to consume podcasts, you can count on me to be there in all formats. Let's start the show. Is there any uh, questions that you guys have? You got one? In your your house of John Mayer, uh, you you talk about how, how much he breaks. One thing that like, he does a lot is he um, he rakes with his fingers, and I never really I've been trying to work on it. I just never understood how it worked. Hmm. So he asked, uh, "What was your name again?" Trevor. Trevor. Trevor asks in a video that I did outlining John Mayer's guitar habits. He rakes a lot, which raking on the strings. He might be the most rake. Centric man, I know Anyways, he's uh, Trevor asked about his thumb raking which I have to say. I'm not completely familiar with but If I had to guess it would be similar to how you do it with a pick so like Actually, you know what The way I do it and here's here's a point about the habits videos is You don't necessarily want to copy anybody you want to take their greatness and apply it to yourself. So how I envision his thumb thing, like he does a lot of this loosey-goosey thing. Uh, so he's got that like kind of happening because he's a singer-songwriter so he's always trying to hold the groove. So how I would envision his raking habit uh, would hit my playing is actually, because I'm not necessarily that kind of guitar player, but of course I love raking, who doesn't? So I would rake with this part of my finger, like the inside, I guess, however you're looking at it, the middle finger side of my index finger, and I would be like, you know? So I'm up rake, down rake. So it's that same kind of thing. You know? So it's, I'm actually using like, yeah, it's a flick. I'm like really angered. Yeah, it's totally. You know that, that shuffle groove, but with your hand. So that would be like the John Mayer equivalent. So if you're practicing something like... Between that and his kind of that's, you know, as close as I can get. <laughs> Anybody else have a question? Are you going to do a Habits of Blaze video? Oh, that's a true fan right there. Blaze is an alter ego. He uh, he, he thinks quite a lot of himself, in fact. Uh, I made a video called Guitar Players Who Suck. And uh, this was a, this was a I, I will, first of all, you guys know me by now, I think you would know. I would never insult anybody for not knowing stuff or whatever, but this guy, he, he thought he knew it all. And, well, put it this way. Here's a quote from Blaze. All Steve Vai does is play a million notes per second. He has no feel. This is actually very serendipitous. This, this is how he kind of went into his lick. What is this? What is this? PRS? This guitar sucks. I can't play on this. Give me a good guitar. So I think we all have met a version of Blaze. To answer your question, will I do a Habits of Blaze video, that's my Habits series is, uh, is where I break down the techniques of guitar legends. I don't think Blaze quite fits the criteria, man, but I appreciate the, uh, the suggestion. I'll take it under advisement. Um, not anytime soon, though, unfortunately. Anybody else? Yes? When you did your video on uh, your trip to the guitar store in Venice, Mm -hmm. There were a lot of comments on there that wanted to know if you were placing the camera and then walking past it And then walking back to get the camera. Is that what you did? Question is did I Be a guerrilla film crew by myself when I went to Venice, Italy to find a guitar store Uh, If you haven't seen the video, it's just a bunch of shots of me walking through this crazy labyrinth of amazing uh, I don't know how to describe it. Anyways, uh, I walked through the city of Venice. It's a really crazy place. You can watch the video if you wanna see it. But yeah, I set that thing down and hoped nobody would take it in the eight seconds that I would run off the camera and then walk back on. It's actually a, it's a YouTuber called Casey Neistat who's inspired uh, me a lot as, as a creator. He's not a musician, he's a, he's a vlog guy. Is how he started out and now he's this big success. But yeah, I just, I really only had the uh, desire to do that because of how cool Venice was. I was like, I'm never gonna be able to capture this. Here's my iPhone, clonk, 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 clonk. Like, I wanted to get some video and figured that would be a cool way to deliver that uh, memory, or I guess, keep it in a, in a cool way. Yeah. Hey, when you uh, got into Berkeley, did you have to know how to read and get into the school? Nope. I couldn't read anything. This is big thing. You know, people think you got to be able to read to Those people are severely misinformed. You know, so you didn't know how to read when you got in. If you have money, you can go to Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> they will take you. Okay? Um, yeah, Berkeley was great. I keep it short and sweet on that subject. I know people have aspirations for school. What I'll tell you is if you're going to go to do something like that, just appreciate each moment and the resources that you have. And uh, I spent more time be- practicing by myself than networking, which is my, I wouldn't call it a regret because everything's worked out quite nicely. I have a beautiful wife, a lovely mother, and all of you looking at me for some reason. <laughs> Uh, but I would totally uh, recommend music school. You don't have to go the whole time. Uh, that piece of paper didn't really get me in any doors, other than, like, have you guys even seen my degree? Do you even really believe that I went there? I haven't really proved it to any of you. you so, grad- <laughs> you know, the, uh, I have a graduation, I have a photo. <laughs> yeah, I have a photo of a, a big mop of hair. Uh, so anyways, that it means nothing. You can get your music degree on the streets of music, uh, playing, in, playing in bars and shedding. You can do whatever you want. Uh, don't need music school. Music school is just kind of a another resource. But honestly, the future of education is online, and I'm not saying that because I'm an online educator for music, uh, I'm saying it because this is a brand new platform that I've found, and if somebody like me can do it, then other people will figure it out as well and already have begun to, so I would certainly recommend online education before you take the plunge into the bigger, uh, the bigger pool and if you like that, if you can develop a work ethic for practicing, then, you know, you might have something, but it's it's definitely whatever you want to do. Yes. Yeah, what, what's more advantageous, uh, being able to read music or having a great ear? Great ear. Always. Always. Yep. Well, um, do you, what would you say about um, Eric Johnson? Like the Eric Johnson chord theory kind of uh, video or something? You need to show Spread up? voice triads. <laughs> Remember that stuff I was doing? Yeah. Those are all Eric Johnson separates his voices so instead of playing this chord he'll play very ethereal airy and really 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 good Yes. hey guys quick break to talk about the sponsor of the music is win podcast and that is audio blocks if you're a musician or a content creator or anything in between you would do well to take advantage of this triple bundle offer that Audioblocks is sponsoring. It is actually audio, video, and high-resolution images, an entire library of millions of clips at your disposal, all for one low price of $149. You can go to audioblocks.com slash musiciswin to get your subscription. And I wanted to play a couple different tracks that I've actually used in previous projects. Here's a sample of a backing track that I particularly enjoyed and use in my upcoming course, Guitar Super System Level 3. And maybe you're like me and you don't really have access to a drummer who's really good and you can mic them up and everything like that. Maybe you're just kind of a one-man band as a guitar player or a bass player or a vocalist. They have drum tracks isolated and that can be really inspirational if you're a songwriter like me. So there's a couple samples of audio. The triple bundle includes audio clips just like the ones you heard as well as video and high resolution images in case you have other projects that require those things. So go on over to Audioblocks.com slash music is win to get your annual subscription to all three services for one low price of $149. That's Audioblocks. A U D I O B L O C K S dot com slash music is win. And now let's continue on with the QA from my guitar clinic. Yes. Did you ever give Rick Graham a guitar lesson? <sighs> there was an attempt made and the connection was lost. <laughs> That uh, inside joke, in case anybody doesn't know, the online guitar student. Look for that video. <laughs> how old were you when you first started playing? I was in high school. But I always answer that question with he asked, How old was I when I started playing? It's not how long you've been playing, it's how often you play. So the The person who's been playing every day for 30 minutes for three years is more advanced than the person who's been picking up the guitar once every week or two for 50 years. I want to get a gauge for, I've talked to some of you guys, but by a show of hands, who likes the lesson stuff? All right, all right, all right. How about the, the, the comedy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what is, uh, who's heard of the major scale? <laughs> who's heard of spread voice triads? Oh, I saw a hand. Okay, the major scale and spread voice triads coming together as one. Uh. Spread-voice triads are simply triads that are spread apart and they're constructed off the major scale. So if you know about the major scale you actually know about spread-voice triads. Isn't that something? It's just a matter of figuring out where they are on the guitar neck and if you're interested in music theory, the first place you should start is actually the major scale. So you've already started off the right right point. Spread-voice triads you actually already know. It's just a matter of identifying them, and to do that, find your major scale within that we have some triads. Instead of playing them closed, like this, when my fingers are closed, the notes are right next to each other, I'm gonna spread them apart. So we have. Did anybody catch anything in there? There's only two notes. How about this? So the reason I like spread voice triads is because they're the most emotive chord Now, that is a lesson that I will never give anyone. Was that the most boring thing you've ever watched in your life? No. No. Close. (laughs) Close. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so I'm not knocking traditional teaching practices (coughs) like that. But, let's take the same kind of concept that I arrived at, and Deliver it a different way. Okay. There are these things. They're called triads. It's not important. Listen to this. All triads. Now that you like triads, you can continue or leave the video. So that's how I approach teaching. Uh, not necessarily Hendrix, although of course I love Hendrix. I love just putting context to stuff before just getting into it. You guys notice I, I like totally was talking about something weird and funny sort of and then just started talking about spread voice triads. It's not, it's not what, what I would want to watch, so when, uh, when people ask me how do you come up with videos or how, do you, how did you do stuff, how do you, what are you doing, how are you doing this, I just basically say would I want to watch this and that's the barometer and after that if the answer is yes then I'll do it and maybe two people will watch it or a million people. But the point is, and this comes back to guitar playing, not everybody's trying to be a YouTube person or whatever you're trying to be. If the thing that you're trying to do isn't something that you like to do, then don't do that thing if you can help it. And I think that applies to many, many endeavors, especially creative ones. This is uh, another tip that I have for you guys if you're not the two ass, but. Uh, Playing guitar is—if you want to learn and like get better—the best thing you could ever do is have some sort of practice routine that's filled with, you know, the goodness, the bites, the info of uh, you know whatever you want to be. If you want to be a theory guy and learn scales and shred, insert techniques and stuff there. But when applying that stuff. That's that's the biggest thing that I've noticed having thousands and thousands of students and questions from those people. How do I like use this stuff man? Just put it into songs that you love and what happens and and then the next question is well, what song how do I put it into the song? Well that is where the practice, that first part of the equation, the practice because that will answer the question that you will eventually ask, and be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. And a curriculum can be very helpful in facilitating that truth. But, again, we're talking about triads. I present it in a way that I like to play it, and that people will hear and be like, that's music. Look, this isn't music. Right? we have any avant-garde jazz? So, um... Yeah, the music uh, always kind of identifies what you wanna practice. And for me, that was like kind of a, a, a mixture between shred and blues. You know, it's one thing to learn a bunch of styles and say, I wanna, be, a, wanna be, the be the best jazz guy ever. I wanna be the best blues guy ever. Just be the best you guy or girl ever. And then, uh, how cheesy is that? uh you it really is cool though because then you don't have to question what you're trying to become because you're already it well there you have it guys the q a section of my guitar clinic i hope you enjoyed that you can find the music is win podcast on itunes if you'd like to listen to it or if you'd like to watch what you just heard and you're listening to it go to youtube.com slash music is win and find the podcast in video format I'd like to thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next Monday for another episode of the music is wind podcast until then keep shredding.